0: of bed
1: and I to the kitchen, a cup of ambition and, and try to come to the, and the blood starts pumping.
2: Out on the streets, the folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to five. Welcome back to the Nine to Five Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Shirt McKay, along with the normal panel, Elliot Comer, uh, Elliot Good, Robbie Comer, and Ty Comer got a lot on this week's show, talk about the Open uh, from golf, talk about a trade that happened in baseball, we'll introduce some football back into the show, I think everybody's pleased to see that come back, Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about Kawhi Leonard as well, but as I mentioned, to start this week's show, we'll talk about the Open that happened overseas this weekend, Uh, I know Ty and Elliott probably got a little excited with uh, the way Tiger played, Um, I know for the uh, round that I saw, he played one of his best rounds in, I think, eight years. Uh, and so we'll let uh, Elliot start us off uh, with his uh, thoughts on this year's Open, Elliot.
3: Well, let me let me start by saying this was an incredible golf tournament. On Sunday, you had probably twenty guys within striking distance oh, of the absolutely. lead, and they were all just teeter tottering back and forth, up near the lead, one or two strokes back. I think at one point at one point we had like an eight way tie for first, maybe six way, but. Uh, all that being said, I came out very, very disappointed because I thought our guy had it. <laughs> he, he he came out firing on Saturday, as you said, played his best round in a major in eight years with the mm-hmm. 66, and then he came out Sunday, started really well again, shot three under on the front, two or three under on the front nine, and just lost it on hole 11. Made made just a terrible terrible we'll decision. Yeah. He was kind of feeling it a little bit he was playing well so he thought he could be the old tiger
0: when he just pulled off a huge shot too he, he on had 10. he had
3: but he he got a good break on that hole and he should have just taken the safe route and he would have i think he could have hung around but you can't take anything away from francesco molinari who has been playing the best golf of his career in his past seven starts he has now three wins two seconds, and another top 20. Yeah. So he's, he's just been incredible. And on the weekend at Carnoustie, he did not make a single bogey in those conditions, which is incredible to think about. Ty?
0: Yeah, I, I thought, uh, to be honest with you, I thought they basically played four different courses. Uh, you showed up on Thursday, and it's been one of the biggest droughts in uh, in Scottish history. And so the uh, they don't have irrigation on the uh, fairways because... Well, basically it rains enough, and they, yeah. and they don't really need it. And this year it hasn't rained much, so it was very unpredictable. You had to hit the ball out there and just kind of hope for the best. You were at the mercy of the fairway. It rolled 70 to 80 yards on, yeah. on shots. Tiger so. had a
3: drive that rolled 91 yards.
0: Yeah, there was uh, there was one drive I remember. I'm pretty sure Rory hit it, and I think it went Four hundred and eighteen yards. <laughs> rolled so, ninety one yards. Yeah. Yes, Tiger had to drive this yeah. about ninety one. That's, a, that's about there. a
2: football field yes. Yes. worth of roll. Yeah.
0: yeah, it just rolled. It's uh, it was unbelievable. So then Thursday or after Thursday, Friday they got a big rainstorm, so it softened everything up. It softened up the greens. It softened up the fairways. Um, they were able to take it right at the flag, uh, or was that Saturday? I think it was. I think that was Friday. And then Saturday. Yeah, it was Friday. It was friday saturday the fairways went back to being kind of unpredictable and the uh the greens were still soft then sunday the wind picked up like usual you know english golf um and uh it, it got ugly i mean it was uh, there was a lot of carnage going on at Carnesty. so um it was it was like you said elliot perfect tournament to watch even if you're not into golf because i mean at one point there was there was a little segment of about a minute and a half where Every time I turned around, it was like, and this guy putting for the outright lead. Yeah. And, oh, he misses it. This guy putting for the outright lead. Oh, and he misses it. And it went on for like three or four guys just back to back to back. So it was uh, it was really cool tournament to watch. I'm with you as well. That's the first time I've ever gotten jitters watching a golf tournament. <laughs> um, me and Elliot were texting each other the entire day on Sunday about Tiger's round. And, uh, yeah, like you said, bad decision on 11 and that kind of – we never could really get back into it. Um I thought he was going to really go after it after he made birdie on 14, after looking like he was going to make par on probably the easiest hole of the entire Open Championship yeah. history. I mean, it was basically playing as a par four. These guys were all making birdies on the par five. It was it was unbelievable. Just because of how short um, the course played because of – not much wind and the uh, fairways being so long. So.
3: Yeah, and that um, one actually on Sunday, you talked about the winds picking up. That one was straight downwind. So yeah. Already a short par 5 turned into they were hitting, a short They were hitting four.
0: driver like 9 iron into the it, green. Some wedge. Yeah. yeah I think was, Rory hit wedge. It was unbelievable. But uh, one of my favorite tournaments, my sleep schedule is now officially screwed because of it. Um, I've been just staying up <laughs> late, waiting until about the 3 a.m. tea time, uh, and then getting a little nap in in the middle, and then... Uh, Waking up for our guy, waiting, just getting up for Tiger. So, Rob. Um. Well, I thought it was an
1: interesting tournament, but it wasn't good for my picks. We'll just get that out. That yeah, way. we can talk about <laughs> our picks too. Um, had two guys miss the cut, but the story I don't think anybody's talking about is Spieth on the last day, just wow, yeah, blowing 76. Up. Yeah, yeah, he, he five was over. five over, that and me. he was what nine under the day. Yeah. yeah, and that would have easily, well, that would have won it by a stroke. Which the Molinari guy, he really impressed me coming down the stretch with Tiger. I thought the pressure would get to him.
3: He had play, he had just played with him at Tiger's tournament. I don't know if that helped, but and
1: Tiger pitched one up there on eighteen, pretty close, and he
3: put one closer. Be better. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> to, to clinch it, pretty much.
3: But yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you had Rory. He's, and he impressed my golf me. Golf clubs. <laughs> I think this was Rory's best tournament
0: of the year. He. Finished second at 6-under. Yeah. yeah, I got a little sick on my stomach no, watching him. This was charge. definitely his second best tournament second of the year. Major? Absolutely, because the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Well, he major, just the best major. Off. Best yeah, major, oh, yeah, absolutely. Major. Absolutely, best major. But that Arnold Palmer tournament, he went off. Yeah. yeah, he
1: did. I was sad to see Phil. Phil wasn't up there.
0: Um, Talk <laughs> about Phil real quick, though, Rob. Did you see his quote on uh, Saturday? He said, The he honestly looked defeated all weekend long, and he told the media. He said, "The game's just hard for me right now. It's not it like, like it's challenging." Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he sounded like one of us, but I mean, he was <laughs> yeah. the, the difference between that is he was, easy to he was one under at the British at the British Open. So honestly, I, I think he's been playing too many
2: tournaments. He's yeah. playing really well. He at the, start of the year, he, look, he
0: does look tired, and he is. He's getting up there. Yeah, in age. I think he needs to pick and choose a little more. Well, that's, him and Tiger have that little showdown
2: too. So, Mickelson, if I'm reading this right, finished one under. Yeah. I mean, he played okay. Uh, it's not bad. T-24.
0: Yeah. He was frustrated about a lot of putts not going in for him. I, I feel you, Phil. <laughs> I
1: was surprised by the Xander kid. I hadn't really. Yeah, play oh, showed some
0: nuts, man. Yeah,
1: he held up there with him for a long time. And then Van Roon really surprised me. Van right?
0: Ruin, yeah. Me yeah. and, and Elliot said on, on uh, Friday, we watched him play on Thursday, we are like, who is this guy? And then yeah. we said on Friday, oh, he's shooting 80. He's shooting 80. And he just continued to just plug away. He was good. Okay, so Robbie talked about an underlooked story. I think one we're forgetting is Eddie Pepperell.
3: He <laughs> comes out on Sunday and fires a sixty seven, four hundred yeah. par, and they talked to him after his round and they basically said what went right or for you what was the big change and he said well i had a little too much to drink last night came out here a bit hungover so i didn't really care if i shot 79 or 63 <laughs> yeah he was That's relaxed Did yeah. you hear about the
1: guy that
0: missed his flight yeah that that was that. tough jonathan, jonathan vegas he took a
1: helicopter there to the course and, yeah.
0: that, he's one of the good guys in golf too it's kind of sad that that was that just threw him off i mean he he didn't he's never played the golf course and he had to step out there onto the course Two hours before it's time. Yeah. It was it was awful. Uh, I, think, I hate that form.
1: I think Danny Willett had a good showing too. You don't hear much
0: about him. Yeah, Danny he Willett's did. trying to get back into it. He's his career's gone off the off, off the, the deep rails. end a little bit, but uh.
3: uh Justin Rose was also impressive. He made the cut on the number at plus three and then by making a birdie he, on eighteen yeah, on that. He birdied that. eighteen I think all four days. Yeah, he did. And uh he you know, had finish, a really good Saturday. Yeah, he finished. Yeah, T2. He shot 64 Saturday and 69 Sunday. So here's what? here's
2: my main question to you three. Uh, I, obviously, Tiger finishes uh, in in the top leaderboards. There, I know his name obviously brings a big crowd to golf, but does he does him finishing up there ha- help bring the crowd and, and the attendance and, and TV numbers back, or does people like Francesco Molinari? Does no, that's that more Tiger. it's guy. more Tiger.
0: I mean, it's all Tiger. you should. They've they've got video of, um, like the online map, the Twitter heat map. Yeah, yeah the Twitter mm-hmm. heat map. And when Tiger was making his run, and then when he finally took over first place, you should see the Twitter heat map. The entire world just blew up. Mm-hmm. Like
2: yeah. talking about it, Tiger.
0: Yeah, everybody was talking about Tiger.
2: And the other big names that I think you guys have already mentioned, uh, Justin Rose was up there, McElroy um, Matt Kuchar, Jordan Spieth, all kind of hovering towards the top. But like you said, I mean, no, really, no matter where Tiger Woods is, especially if he's in that upper echelon, that's really gonna—that's yeah. what creates the buzz in golf. Eli, how were your picks this week?
0: Uh, not
3: great. <laughs> you know, I was—I had my three locked in. I locked in Fleetwood, Casey, and Norn just off my research that I conducted, and I was between about four or five guys for my fourth golfer. And you know, I had Patrick Reed in there. I had a couple different guys. Speed. It wasn't no, speed. I, I, already speed. Speed. Yeah. I ended I up going with Brandon Grace, but uh, the one of the other four or five guys that I had in that pool that I ended up ended up crossing out was Molinari, and that mm. would have made quite a big difference in yeah, my opinion. You pick.
1: had
2: Molinari, oh. No. <laughs>
1: Well, I just really enjoy. This is probably my second favorite tournament behind the Masters, yeah. just to see how they Absolutely. The, the European courses. And now this was
2: there. in Scotland, correct? Yeah. yeah. I think I just read where next year I think it's going to be in Northern it's gonna Ireland. It's going to be Northern yes. Ireland. Yes. And that's
0: huge. That they're almost they're almost already sold out for Royal Portrush. Royal, Royal Portrush, Rush. Yep. Yeah. yeah, That's uh, um, Rory's Roy Roy Roy. hometown, yeah. not hometown. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. They, so, said, they oh. said if you ever, like, if that's on your bucket list and you really want to go see one, they said next year's the time.
2: So overall, from, from the panel, it looks like we all enjoyed the Open. Oh, this was okay. definitely worth watching. Absolutely.
3: One more thing, you were, you were asking about uh, Tiger bringing the people back. Right, right. This was the highest TV rating for the British Open since the 2000 Open when Tiger won his
0: Grand Slam. So. Right,
2: there you go. There's my answer. And that's <laughs> I mean, answer. did you see how many funny tweets were coming up? Did well, you see how many? Retweeted I retweeted I, I would say yes, but I unfortunately don't have a Twitter anymore. Oh, so no, oh, I did right. not see. That's right. Would you be
1: interested in to see what the? I bet the ratings go even higher for the PGA since he played good.
2: Yeah, that's Yeah, sure.
0: yeah.
3: That, that could be big. Yeah. Go, golf Speaking people are which, it right now. I have already conceded defeat by submitting my PGA picks to Ty Homer already. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So did Ryan. And Ryan had people like Bernhard Longer. <laughs> Ryan, showing yeah, he did. Ryan he would be the one to pick one, two, three, four, just like I want out there. Oh, ball. yeah. Ryan, Ryan the one. <laughs> he picked, he picked Longer, Jim Furyk, Vijay Singh, and Ratif Goosen, a, <laughs> te- a team that in 2000 would have been money. Not so much in <laughs> I might years pick
2: <laughs> Let's move BJ. from golf to baseball. Uh, Manny Machado, uh, we kind of saw this coming uh, for the latter part of the first half of the season. Uh, and then it got narrowed down, I think, towards uh, the Dodgers and the Phillies. Uh, there were some other rumors out there, of maybe the Red Sox or Yankees going after him. Ended up, uh, Machado ends up going to the Dodgers. Uh, what do you guys think about this trade? Is, was it time for the Orioles to move on? Is this a good move for the Dodgers? Maybe another question, is it a possibility that the Orioles may try to go get him again next year when he uh, enters free agency? Uh, Ty, what's your initial thoughts on Manny going to the Dodgers? I
0: was surprised it took him this long. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, they are the worst team in baseball by they a hope. long shot. And, and Austin, I know you listen to every show. I'm sorry, pal, but they are, and you know it. They are the worst team in baseball. It's embarrassing Think for that organization. For one of the have. better
2: players in the league. Yeah. It was time for him to move. It was
0: time for Manny to go because you know you're not signing him back. He wants to go win a championship. He's not going to be able to do that in Baltimore, obviously, with being 40 games back or whatever they may mm-hmm. be. It's, it's, uh, it was It surprised me that it took this long. Um, another thing is that uh, I'm surprised Philly didn't end up snaring him away. A lot of times you see when when they're getting little, uh, little hang-ups in the in the deal that other teams sometimes can sneak in there and get yep. him. There was a hang-up in that deal where there was one of the prospects that the Dodgers were going to send to the Orioles that did something weird in a, in a physical or something it happened. Has, that and they seems didn't to pass it. A problem the physical um, part. Yeah. So so that is like I thought the Phillies were going to slide in there, but uh, the Dodgers stayed strong and got him. Uh, he's gonna play shortstop, he's already made some insane plays. It's been fun to watch him in Dodger Blue.
2: Uh another question I have for you, does this make the Dodgers the favorite to get to the World Series? Um Is this what they, is this the piece that they needed I to kind of help I, them up there? I know you all gotta think of obviously the Cubs. The thing the thing that
0: I think is really hurting LA right now is that and let's let's be honest, they're not really hurting. They're they're just not lighting the world on fire like they mm-hmm. have been. But the thing that I think is hurting the Dodgers the most is that every fifth day they don't have that guaranteed win in Kershaw or guaranteed great chance to win in Kershaw because Kershaw has not been good this year. He's been injured a bunch, um, and ever since he's been back, he hasn't been the Kershaw that we know. So I think that's hurt a lot. I think by the time that we get to the playoffs, he'll be fine. I think he'll have worked himself back into it, be healthy, and I think they'll they'll do just fine in the, in the uh, National League. But as far as I'm concerned – Somebody's already won the World Series. <laughs> and I'm looking right at you.
2: Rob, what do you think right. about this? Um, I don't know. It's just the Orioles. Well, I mean, it, it could be more. I, I think the question I'd is probably aimed more towards the I Dodgers.
1: Mean, I, I'm, glad, he, I'm glad he's out of the division makes the Orioles that much more people. What Was it,
2: a, was it a, an actual uh, realistic oh, suggestion that the Red Sox tried to no. get... Get him earlier? No.
1: It's a, it's a good move for the Dodgers. I think the Red Sox stuck their nose in there to drive the price up on the
0: Yankees. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Red Sox need anything. That's who I was talking about, being the World Series favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, well, with I was the, more I talking
2: about league anything. favorite instead The
0: only thing I can nitpick with
1: is second base, but if that's just been getting picky. Just because Pedroia, he... You he ain't going to bring somebody in to
0: replace Petey, though.
1: No, but I, I don't think he's going to play again. I think he'll be done after this. year, he'll probably retire. Cause this is
0: two straight years of. I say, Petey's not prob- sniffing the field. I don't know. I see. I say, Petey's probably going to hit you with the old farewell tour. I'd be. Okay I don't think. With it, but I don't think he's I don't know on if that. He can be on
1: the field for the. I don't think he's tour. on that level. I
0: don't <laughs> think he's on the Jeter and yeah, no, no, level, no. obviously. But, but
1: for a Red Sox, he's hot. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I remember, it really makes you feel old. I remember the first day he came up.
2: <laughs> but so, you're you, do you agree with? These yeah, it's like it's a
1: great move for the Dodgers mm-hmm. because I. But I don't think it, it might help them get there, but the World Series come out of the American League. Either the Red Sox or the Strohs or the Yankees. And the Indians are underrated, but I don't see a run in them.
2: All right, a question that's geared more towards the future. Do you see – now, am I, am I correct in saying that he's basically filling a void that was left by an injured – uh, Seager. Seager. Do you see the Dodgers re-sign him or do you yeah. see him leave? Because a lot, a lot of reports that I've uh, seen had the Phillies trying to go hard at him in I, free agency. I think
1: once he gets a taste of L.A., he's going to want to stay.
2: And so what does that do he to, their, back what to what does that I do? I know he doesn't their, want to like,
1: move back to third, but if he might be willing to sacrifice a championship for moving to third and mm-hmm. putting Seager back at short.
2: Because, but you got
0: Justin Turner.
1: That's true,
2: too. So what do you do can with he play the bet? second? Who,
0: Machado? Yeah. Machado can play anywhere you well, want him to true. play, but it's I would true. move Seager before I move Machado. Machado is playing gold glove. Yeah, like he, he at, at I was shortstop. watching the other night. He yeah. was
1: making some crazy plays.
0: I, He's not even known for his I, I just I think I think that's why the Phillies have a legitimate chance. Who's the Phillies shortstop right now? Phillies. Anybody know? Uh
3: their prospect's JP Crawford, but I don't know who I was I stars. was just
1: giving the Dodgers the the edge just because of I'm they're they're more understand. to win now.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the Phillies I, will, I think, I think they, the Phillies will be ready to win next year. I think the Phillies year. have and their slides set on that.
3: Crawford and Scott King.
0: I've heard that they've got enough money in that cap. Oh, yeah, they can. They're, they're not best. paying anybody. They can get they can, both Manny and Bryce. Can you imagine Kingery that? Is a
1: starter. There's, and there's that. tall and Philly.
0: Oh, Scott Kingery, yeah. he's, yeah. he's a solid player, but he's another one. I think he came up as a second baseman. Yes, yes. and Valens. Slide him on over, Cesar.
1: I whatever you want to do with him. I this upcoming class is going to be the best free agent class ever baseball it
3: is going to be a good one yeah so
2: elliot what do you think then I, I, I it seems an obvious answer that this is a good move for the dodgers but do you think this helps them get to the world series and do you see the dodgers retain a manny after after this season
3: okay so i'm pretty much in unison with ty here i think it's a great move for the dodgers uh, again i'm not sure why it took the Orioles so long he's made it pretty clear that he's not going to resign with you and but well, I think it could have been <laughs> they're I milking everything they have. I think, I, I think it could
1: have been a week earlier but they didn't want the whole controversy of what happens in the All-Star game if he gets traded. Uh, yeah, true. Couple, I saw a lot of stuff. Who else
0: that. gets in? But I mean like what happens like Oh, does he play for the American League, for the National League. Yeah.
1: I think that's why it held up a couple days. I can
0: can see that.
3: That makes sense. But I'm even talking like maybe even in the winter in the off season. But I guess you need to kind of see what, Injuries, your, team had, what could, your team has the next say? Year.
1: Say Correa goes down for the Stros, they might be yeah, able to
3: pay more. You know that I mean? that's true too. But um, yeah. As far as the Dodgers, excellent trade for them. I mean, as as we said, Corey Seager's out for the year. They didn't they give game.
1: up that terrible much.
3: No, not really. I mean, there's five prospects, but none of them are top, top level. I think no. the top one they got was the Dodgers' fourth prospect. See, that's league. the thing
0: that I don't get about these teams, man. They they trade all these prospects away and. A lot of times, it's not even their top prospects. Who yeah. who else was it? It was somebody real yeah. recently that traded traded somebody away. Oh, it was the Marlins. They traded away the National League MVP, which we all know why that was because Derek Jeter took over. Yeah. I, I, sorry, Elliot, but Jesus Christ! I mean, yeah. bend me over well, a
2: table before you scream. The last me, you team to saying? give up a great prospect is the Red Sox. i have for, to increase the time on this. For uh, <laughs>
1: sale, they gave up the best player, for the, the best TV prospect in baseball for him, Anthony. <clears and throat> It was, it's
3: ridiculous. But going back to the Dodgers, it's perfect for them. They just lost Justin Turner today back to the DL again. He aggravated his groin injury. I really wish Manning would just lose his ego a little bit and move to third because mm-hmm. he is an elite third baseman. He's a good shortstop. He's better at third. But I think you could awesome. put Chris Taylor he's at third base awesome though. at third, man. And Chris Taylor, I think, can can fill the void at shortstop. I just think the upgrade on third base is much more needed for the Dodgers. But, Manny's in the midst of his career season right here. He's batting like 320-something, I believe, with 20-some homers. He's an elite player. As far as World Series, I do think this puts the Dodgers up there if what Ty said comes true, if Kershaw gets back to being Kershaw, because right now he's just another guy. They've had two, maybe three guys that have been better than him this year. And Ross Stripling. That's That could be due to health, but they need Kershaw to be Kershaw to be a World
2: Series threat. Yeah, and this is definitely our chance to give Austin Alger the shout out. Definitely his uh, Sorry, pal. his favorite player in the <laughs> league, which which is, is always going to remind me when I hear Machado of when we went to Boston. Mm-hmm. And, of course, a couple of moments. One was we were coming out of the game, and uh, a lot of people were kind of, you know, making remarks, because, of course, Boston had lost, so you had a lot of drunk, upset Red Sox fans making just, you know, not too bad comments, but making remarks about Austin's jerseys. And, of course, James and I, who have jerseys that don't even belong in that league, we have American. American League jerseys that are in a completely other division. that has nothing to do with the Red Sox and the Orioles. We're out there, I'm out there in the West. And, of course, James has got the National, he's got the League, national League. League He's yeah. got the National League jersey, so that really has no effect on them. And, you know, we're getting, oh, nice jerseys, man. And both people coming up to me and James, oh, Elvis Andrews, that's, that's nice. And then, of course, you know, Austin's getting <laughs> getting <the> dirty <laughs> looks. And then and then the second thing he reminds me of is, you know, I think uh, – I can't remember. It was Austin, somebody else, Robbie. I don't know if you remember. They got kind of ahead of the group. I think it was Cole, oh,
0: and
2: man. they were yeah. like, "I don't know how. I don't know how y'all found us." I was like, "Well, you know, you're the only one with a bright orange Machado jersey that's just <laughs> glaring out in front of everybody." But I, I think it's definitely a good move. What, what jersey did Cole wear? Did he wear a stro. <sighs> didn't he didn't wear stro. He a did a throw, wear yeah. stro. Yep. Right Jeez. Yeah. Yep. In the division. Come on, guys. You're yep. smarter than that. That's right. Yeah, you'd think. But no. And I, I wore the Andrews jersey with pride. Good for you. I wore the red. Let, let, let me throw this out well, there. Well, the Orioles have scored two runs tonight.
3: Speaking of the Orioles, <laughs> they have 28 wins. They have more losses than the Red Sox have wins, who have the <laughs> best record in the league, and also less wins than the Red Sox have losses. It's it's truly incredible. They
0: were they were the quickest to <laughs> 70 losses ever. At,
3: what are they looking at, 100? They are
1: 41 and, and a half I mean, games behind the Red Sox. 41 and a half? 41 and a half. So what are they looking at, 115, 120 losses, maybe?
2: Oh, yeah. Well That's rough.
1: That'd be the worst. Their, day,
3: percentage is, <laughs> their winning percentage is 28. Oh,
0: I can beat that. Mm. I can beat that. What? With Stop River Bandits in the Valley League. Oh, you want God. to know what they're is? Okay. <laughs> they are five, okay? Five. And two of those games have come in shortened, double-header oh, games. Boy. All right? Five and thirty-five. <laughs> they played 40 games and won five times. That's awful. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get how a Valley League team can be that bad either, by the way. You, you're compiling
1: college players. I, so the, whatever. I did the math. Orioles are on pace for 117 losses. Ugh.
2: Let's just hope. Let's hope for Austin's sake. They get it turned around. For us, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about football. And... So good to say that. Unfortunately, it's not about a game recap, but we are going to talk about some offseason stories. Jimmy Garoppolo made some uh, comments earlier this week about his confidence, uh, about he compares and matches up with Tom Brady. And then Josh Gordon, uh, receiver for the Browns, not returning to camp. So we'll be right back with some NFL talk. Time to talk some football on 9 to 5 Sports. For me, I can't wait to start talking about recaps and predictions once we get into the regular season, but for now, we're going to talk about some off-season stories, and we'll start with comments that new 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo made uh, this past week, and you know, with a quarterback, I think is probably the most important position in all of sports, uh, with regards to how much he has to contribute to the team, uh, the team's success rate, based on quarterback success rate. And I'm looking up the article right now on Yahoo Sports so I get the quote correct, but basically what I've understood is that reporters, and you know, we all know how reporters can be trying to dig quotes out of people. They They, they want their story. But basically, Jimmy Garoppolo kind of said that, he is better than Tom Brady. Now, before, you know, people lose their minds, again, you want quarterbacks to be really confident in their selves and their game. And what quarterback that sits behind a legend doesn't think, you know, I, I think I can be better than this guy. I, I have the mindset that I want to surpass one of the best of all time. Uh, I'll go through and read uh, some of the tidbits of his quotes, and then I'll ask you guys to break it down. Um, it says here that unseating Brady became Garoppolo's motivation while he was in New England. He said I always had that mindset. I knew that Brady was better than me in my first day in the NFL. Naturally, you're the rookie and he's the veteran, but you have to have that mindset that you want to be the starter. So when I first got to New England, I thought that in my head, I'm better than this dude. So he said I was always quite uh, I was always a quiet confidence. I kept it to myself. I would never speak that. He said we got along, but there were times we wanted to kill each other. And that that's kind of what you want. You want that, that drive to make each other better, that com- uh, that, com- that competition that probably helped Brady in the long run as well. So, Robbie, I think it would be uh, interesting to start with you. I know you like keeping up with the Patriots. You're a big Brady fan. What do you think of Jimmy G's comments here?
1: Uh, it kind of surprised me that they were talking about or him being better than Brady. But I, give, I think the quote was taken out of context for clickbait. Mm-hmm. But... As I went back and read the whole quote. I don't have a problem with it, just because, know, who's the Cowboys backup now? Um, there it is. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Whoever the Cowboys backup is, you still want him thinking he's better than Dak.
0: I was waiting. I just, I thought it was going to be a well, little I'd, bit later. I'd have got bit. it in there. I'd have got it in there.
1: Yeah. But, I'd have probably tried it yeah, better. But, Jimmy like G, yeah, he's, he's pretty much living the life. He's, he's made some headlines this week with his... Oh, so he's dinner guest. Choice in women. He's had
2: some good dinner guests Yes, the yes, uh, scenes. He's had some,
1: some definitely m- interesting choice in women mm-hmm. lately. A little uh, porn star, actually. Yeah,
2: yep, Making E! News yeah, and TMZ Sports. Ones,
1: really, no. Uh, yeah, she's kind of ugly. Yeah. But not one of my <laughs> Did favorites. Did you go check her out? Yeah, not one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah! We'll be right back. Yeah, uh, grandpa. <laughs> 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 we, uh, I think he's a great player. I think he's going to be... Spoken of, of one of the best quarterbacks in the league, probably after this season. I like the duo of him and Shanahan, in the running game. I th- and they're building a- they're building something good out there. It could be something you know the Cowboys have to deal with. So,
2: I mean, this is is this John Lynch's first year or second year as the GM? Second. Second. So obviously he's making some changes. He's making the team younger. He's definitely taking risks. And, and there was a story.
1: Out. There was a story that Belichick took less. To send him to the 49ers, then to take more and send him to the Browns. Yes, he wanted is, to help him
3: out a little bit. That is confirmed. Help. Oh, Garoppolo. He didn't yeah, want to it, did want uh, send him to the Browns. Yeah.
1: yeah. Did him a little favor
2: there. Good for Bill, I guess. Yeah. Todd, what do you think on his comments? I, I know you've always been known kind of as a fiery competitor. What do you think about his thoughts? Is this, this is probably the right mindset to have, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll go at it with this point of view. Like You can think that you want to be better. But to be honest with you, you got, you got to be honest with yourself as well. I, you know, I, I always have that problem. See, I, I think a lot of times kids um, read things like this, and then they're sitting on the bench, and they can't understand why, but you put them in the ballgame, and they go 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. Like, yep. You know, like, you have to be realistic here. And in that point, I'm sorry, Jimmy, but I don't think you're being realistic this is the best quarterback to ever play the game. And for me to say that, you have now, to undoubtedly be that, because I hate Tom Brady. I, I just...
2: In I, fairness to Jimmy G, which is what you probably want to hear, because you probably want an excuse to take his side on this, I would assume, is that we haven't really got to see a whole lot, but what we have seen, he's played good. remarkably well. Oh,
0: no, yeah. Is, it was
2: good.
1: I um, think that's a lot coming from Brady. I think it, that shows his teaching on him. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I could see that. He says he's adopted a lot of the Brady's thing yeah. and stuff.
3: I was reading some of this article, and it said they would play a game, like yeah, after the practice, game. the bucket game, and yeah. they would try to throw the ball from 20 yards into the corner of the end zone, and it would get so highly competitive, like kind of like a brother relationship, mm-hmm. that they wouldn't speak to each other for a oh, day. Well.
1: well, let me tell you. Doc Prescott and Jason Garrett play a game like that, and Jason Garrett wins more times than Prescott. <laughs> That'll tell you something there. Ooh, scary. scary. I, uh, I don't
2: know. Like Brady, he, he just seems like the, the type that what I saw is, is also in Brett Favre. Quarterbacks that are going to go down in history as some of the best to ever play, and they're getting up there in age. And they see a young guy come in that plays well. I'm not sure they're supposed to be that. They are. Do they really want to be a mentor to this guy? Do I really want to try to get this guy better to maybe take my job one day? I'm not sure if that's what they want. The
1: stats it shows Brady's had his three or four best years when Garoppolo was there.
2: Hmm. so well that's what I'm saying. It pushes him more. I think
1: Brady's more of a team guy. He's always been paid less than the top quarterbacks
2: to help. But he's been playing. Yeah, the starting quarterback. I don't think he
1: has any fear of Garoppolo taking his job until he's done dead over. But, but the
2: Patriots are a team yeah, but, and,
1: but that if they see someone coming up, drop off.
2: he he hasn't. But the second he does, Bill Belichick, what do we know about Bill Belichick? He usually gets rid of people or, or puts them on the bench yeah. two years early before it's two years late. But I think it's a different yeah. I don't think it Brandy. matters who it is. I think is.
0: Tiger would have stepped in. I well, think it does heard. matter who it is. Yeah. I think uh, this, you know, yes, I get it. If you're talking about some corner they picked up off the street or well, this some the, corner no, they picked up in the second I'm talking about people round. that are
2: known as lifelong patriots. Well, this, this is the best <laughs> player to play.
0: This is the guy Everybody. This is the guy that I think won maybe, you those Super Bowls. The I, guy that put the money in your pocket. The guy
2: that put the rings on your finger. <clears> I think this is I think a you're, totally different I ball I think game. you're right if you're talking about Bob Kraft. I don't think you're right if you're talking about Belichick. Yeah. Oh, I, think uh, if he, I think Belichick, if he thinks it's the right move, I think he I makes the move. I think is. in
0: Belichick's mind, he thinks that I'm not right. But I think Kraft would step in if he tried to bench Brady.
2: But that's this- what I'm saying. I think that Kraft and Belichick, eventually, no, they would come to the crossroads. I agree so with Belichick that. Belichick would be yeah. ready to move on before Bob Kraft.
3: Yeah, apparently that was the controversy last year. If you yeah. guys remember, they Garoppolo. were apparently butting heads. That was
2: a one mm-hmm. I, I don't think sports. it was this year. I, don't, I obviously don't think. I'm not saying that Belichick was saying now is the time to make the move. I'm saying that he saw it coming earlier than Bob Kraft did. Like yeah, and like you said, well,
3: there was a report out that <clears throat> Belichick wanted to trade Brady instead of Garoppolo because he thought he could get and more. That and I could have believe. Cra- that I, I
2: could believe. Kraft's the one who
1: went in and said Garoppolo's gone. So he wanted to hold on to yeah, and that's what Belichick said. He would never coach for an owner that got involved. with Yeah, football. And,
2: and benching Brady for for Garoppolo, no, Belichick would not do that. Trading Brady to get assets to put around Garoppolo, a hundred percent, I think it would happen. That, yeah, I agree. Ty, what do you think? Yeah, could be, oh, yeah you do do think, it could happen. I think it, I think, it, would, I think yeah. that would be smart. Imagine yeah. that, Do you think that that do you think it'd be allowed to happen? As in, Robert Kraft approving? No. So that know. would be where somebody's leaving Brady Kraft. Or Belichick, and I think it would be Belichick. I think Belichick Kraft would fire Brady. It, it would be
1: you're not getting yeah. rid of Tom you're not getting rid of Tom and, Tom Kraft says it's and okay. the owner's not gonna
2: fire himself. That's I can tell you, if
1: I was an owner and if it came down to somebody like that big, I would be the one making the decision. What would you do? I'd keep him, keep <laughs> Brady <laughs> just for the sole fact of what he's done for me. Because I, I know, I know, I know, Garoppolo thinks he's good. I'm huge on loyalty,
2: but for the if you this want long term success, this is a different animal. You gotta try. I would because I'm yeah, not. Yeah, see,
0: I, th- I, I just don't think they're thinking about this the right way, Rob. I don't think they're thinking about this as Tom Brady, the quarterback that's won them a ton of Super Bowls. No, they're
2: it's, not. It, they're creating themselves a business. No, I'm saying so. know, no. no, talk no about because I want. Do you want
3: to win those Super Bowls and not win anymore again, or do you want to win those Super that's Bowls? That's right. And it's and a business for more. I
0: understand. I, think, I understand. You guys it's a know it as well as I, I do. It comes down to a business. You lose. You know, me and Elliot were very ready to jump ship. This year, after the just debacle that we went through, can you imagine if they trade away Tom Brady? You know how many dogs are named Brady in the city of Boston? Oh, yeah,
2: you can't. You would lose
0: fans, you would lose. I think you would honestly. In the long run,
2: lose the Those money. fans would be right back when they win another Super Bowl with the people. Like Maybe. You, they would, got. you would Maybe. lose fans
3: in the short term. You couldn't sell it to them. There's no way they no. would. That's like I trading. Understand.
2: I would be furious if we would do something like that. If we would be in a situation where we would have Tom Brady. But if I won another Super Bowl three years down the road and started <laughs> up another dynasty, you, I'd be like, thank you, Tom, you, for you, what you, you gave you've me. I'm be, happy with you've what got, I got now. You've got to
1: be dead, dead, dead sure. Garoppolo's going to be good, though. Yeah. well, play. You just, yeah. you just said you What's thought gonna Garoppolo was yeah, going to
2: be I'm really saying, good. Yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't bet Tom Brady on it. Yeah. Tom Brady, <laughs> another, how many imagine? more years are you going to get of that Hold Tom on, Brady? hold
0: on. Could you imagine? Three you more
2: years of MVP Tom Brady right now. Three years of good
0: Tom
1: Brady. You you can mark you it you down, can? down now if we're doing three years of this show. Tell me, you Brady. trade
0: away Tom Brady. First game that Jimmy plays, he pulls a Nathan Peterman and throws five interceptions in the first it's half. It's going to make Philadelphia fans. People would storm the press boxes. <laughs> they would storm the field. They would go after Bill Belichick. They'd go after everybody. You'd probably have Tom Brady
2: making comments wherever he's at. <laughs> but could you imagine what... Tom Brady think? would lead the charge. He probably would. <laughs> and I'll show you But something. if you ask me today, would I answer the phone and seriously consider offers for Tom Brady... I think i would and something i really think this, oh is, yeah today is. because you've already seen how good jimmy g can be no 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 no. i'm jimmy saying g if is. i people in that organization knew how good jimmy g was yes they see I'm, him
3: every
1: day they
2: see him every single day i'm not saying as but a fan I, i'm saying if i see this guy in practice The starting I, the start the uh, coach
0: the head coach for the uh, bills saw nathan peterman every day and thought he was a better option than tyrod taylor
2: is that coach still there <laughs> well, that coach still there? To... Is Tyrod Taylor still there? <laughs> about is Nathan Peterman something still there? Long term. Yeah, plus success. the Bills and the Patriots, they are two completely different franchises. Long, so let's get that out right.
1: Long term success does not always translate into Super Bowls because the True. Packers. The Packers have had twenty six straight years of Hall of Fame quarterback play, one Super Bowl.
3: True, but I think that would have given you a better percentage. But
1: Rob, now we later, all know your so.
2: chances of winning the Super Bowl are almost double with I a say, good quarterback. Not saying
1: they're not higher. But I'm going to keep Brady, who's one-five, until the ride is over. I'm pl- I'm staying until the machine shuts down. I can't
2: help, brother. I can't argue too much with you, but I am taking the yeah. other side. If the if the opportunity, if you trade him, itself, it better be in the other division. Like what? Well, yeah, obviously, I'm not going to trade do the Dolphins. What do you ask? No,
0: I'm saying, I'm saying I'm, I should have said conference. I'm sorry. Conference I'm talking about the what other conference. What ask for something? Like and just hope he doesn't boost do
1: you, do ask you ask in the conference.
0: Super Bowl. I
2: don't even know what you ask for him. I don't ask. I like, like feel, Jesus Christ. I feel <laughs> awful. I don't know if
1: I'm I, 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 don't I don't know if that I'm That's bad step. Well, if the Red Sox traded Poppy, I would think that's just like Jesus. But
2: what? That's not a good thing to What can
1: you? What? I don't know what you ask for him. I don't know what you would accept.
2: I would have to see the offer. <laughs> what, what you Obviously, believe? you're not going to get a young Please. stud, a 25-year-old stud quarterback. You better. Why would I not? It's Tom Brady. You better. Because whoever's trading for him, Roddy, I trading Derek for two Carr. or three years. I better get Derek Carr. I could probably see Derek Carr. I better get it. Yeah, you got to get a decent well, they, quarterback. Well, they had Jimmy, so they would have went after defense and draft picks. Once
1: well, on now. Oh, okay. that's what I, I would want. want. I would want oh, yeah, you first rounders on first rounders.
0: Jimmy. Yeah, that's that's my whole argument. I know. I think
1: Jimmy's good. But I'm on Bill's what?
0: side on this as well. I've been making a strong point on It's Tom. The same
2: case as, as Lebron. Who's going to play you after Lebron? What would you ask yeah, for Lebron?
0: You don't know. That's or what or I'm saying. Have they drafted
2: a quarterback? Who? See, the thing about the, thing about the Patri- Patriots, the Patriots
0: and, and I know, you know sure all these people do. say that, oh, you can find great quarterback play in the second and third rounds. You know, Kirk, one of the highest paid quarterbacks now, he's a third rounder for us. Uh, for the Redskins, I'll get that mention in there, Redskins in there. Okay, um, <laughs> but uh, third rounder. But when you have Tom, how many times are you going to be drafting first through tenth?
2: I'm gonna give, give up a lot. Let me now. give you this scenario. But
0: you're never gonna be doing it. Yeah, because so, Tom, that's season, and they still want eleven and five. How are you gonna get a quarterback? How are you gonna get a surefire, as yep. they say, Jimmy, Jimmy the one that you a, can feel comfortable
1: yeah. breaking camp with? How, how are you gonna do that? Jimmy was a sure surefire as it gets. How I about like this? A couple of years. The yeah.
2: Jacksonville Jaguars. Can we all agree that they have a top five defense in the NFL? Yes. Oh yeah. Let's just say they offer you a pass rusher, Jalen Ramsey, a couple first round picks for Tom Brady. Oh, easily, easily. Probably. I don't even hesitate. I'm you taking have Garoppolo, both baby. sides. It works for both sides. But I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's not because far... the the Jaguars are built right now I'm, to win. Right I'm now, they've not... got young studs on offense.
0: If you give up one of their best pass rushers, you give up Jalen Ramsey. And you but give you're up getting Brady,
2: that puts their offense on a completely different level. But you I'm, are Super Bowl not... It's almost like LeBron. Once you get that player, you're automatically a, basically a favorite to I win. Mean, I'm not saying it's not smart football wise, but you. You just
1: better hope it works For there's going to be a lot of people asked to leave the organization. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. You're probably right. I'm I'm just saying I, I think I would bet take my job on it. I'm telling you, it, <laughs> I wouldn't bet my job <laughs> on it. That's true. Yeah. It's easy
3: for us to sit here and say Oh, it, yeah. You though. know, Foodline food
2: has, has, food has a special on onions. Maybe you should go. Uh, hey, no, you <laughs> go you know what, what? If you're,
0: if you're going to bet your million-dollar salary a year on this. And guess what? Guess what? This is, the, this is the type of move that you make that gets you put on ESPN for the rest of your life. You don't get a job okay. after getting rid of they, Tom Brady for a suck
2: quarterback. They Just had,
0: and suck. They had the next You're GM. gone. They Josh, had the
2: next
1: GM. Josh Gordon, this year fun of Josh Gordon <laughs> is not
2: reporting to training camp or is not going to report to the start of training camp for the Browns. Earlier today, Robbie told me he Matt thinks Miller. that talent-wise, Josh Gordon is the best receiver or a top-five receiver in the league by talent. Obviously, uh, for certain reasons, that he has not been able to be on the field. And he's going to miss uh, the site, or he's going to miss the start of camp to join a health and treatment plan. Now, to make this clear, this is not a league issued or team issued suspension. This is a, a personal. Um, he has he has put himself into what I assume is some kind of rehab or treatment program to counseling. Keep him counseling to keep him out of trouble. Could also be a way to get out of training camp, but I mean, who, who knows? I assume he will be back for the regular start of the season. Any, any thoughts on this, or is this just a story that doesn't matter? Because to me, honestly, I don't care. This, we've had the same issue every year starting up. Josh Gordon applies for a reinstatement. He gets it. He goes into some kind of rehab for whatever reason it is. He plays a game or two, and you don't see him for the rest of the year. Is this a big deal, little deal, or no deal? Elliot?
3: I think it's a big deal for the Browns. He's, As Robbie said, he's... Maybe he's close to top five talent in receiver, okay. but is he worth it? He's just been a headache every single year. To you, year, as, as a year. fan,
2: is it? Do you care? I mean, at this point, as a Browns fan, I do. As a Browns fan, no, no. no fan, I'm I saying would. me right now, Elliot, you as Elliot Good, as a fan, do you care?
3: <clears throat> a little bit, yeah.
2: Like, is this a story that gets your attention?
3: A little bit, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's it's a. Headline wide receiver in the NFL if he's healthy and on the field. Mentally healthy, I should say. Yeah. Because he hasn't really had any physical problems.
2: He looks like a physical beast. Yes. Honestly, he looks unreal.
3: But they, they've tried to play this off saying it's not a big deal. The Browns, that is. Saying it's part of the plan and whatever. I'm sorry, but this is this is screaming that well, something's wrong with Well, again.
2: I think you'll be able to tell that if you see them sign a receiver within the next couple of weeks. If you I mean, see them go sign a receiver, that means maybe maybe we're maybe not going to be could be Des is Bryant still could be Des.
0: Ty, is this a big deal to you? I think it's a bigger deal than what we're making it out to be. To be honest with you, you think it's we,
2: a you think it's a bigger deal than what yeah, we're making. Well, I mean, we're maybe make, we're maybe making not. it into a bigger deal. I don't,
0: I don't know. I, I think it's a bigger deal than the Browns are making it out to be. Um, oh, okay, cause I see. I'm, on, what you're the, saying I'm on the fact that okay, Josh, you're a great receiver, but this is a perfect time to get some rapport with. Quarterbacks uh-huh. that you have never played yes. with before. Where was this
2: in the offseason? Yes.
0: What? This program. Oh, yeah, this program. Yeah, that would, I mean, maybe. Training
2: camp, I feel like, is one of the most important I, I, parts, I feel like unless this, you're like a veteran that really <clears throat> knows everything.
0: This might be he a move of him to where he's he just saying, like, yeah, I don't really need it. I don't really want to be there. I'm just going to go. I'm not, well, Robbie, you can't <clears> just say he
2: doesn't need it because of the physical he side. Doesn't need it. He came back last year and. But, the but it it's a, a terrible
3: years. look and a terrible yeah. culture builder for your franchise when you're for starting a team that's players. had a
2: bad culture for yes. 50 years. Yes, this is not the way to go. It's a yeah. bad
0: look. <clears throat> You've never played with Baker Mayfield, obviously. You've never played with uh, Tyrod. Tyrod Taylor. So, I mean, I think this is a key time to get better. Get, and you're you missing know.
2: your team leader, Joe Thomas, who has been the face of the franchise, well, is now gone. Yeah, and it's, so. I mean, uh, I he's not. Don't, I don't like any. He's part not of a leader.
0: There, there's no way that he would have any sort of pull with any of. His oh no, teammates no, no, I'm saying, leader, I'm though.
2: saying, there's no leader on the team like to help, to help him. Oh, a, yeah, yeah, be yeah. a professional <clears throat> yeah. is what I'm saying. And yeah. now he's going to miss the beginning of training camp.
3: The key thing for me in this is they said no timetable for return. That's an instant red flag for me. That says something's I, going I, on.
2: I think Robbie's got a different opinion here. He seems to not. Yeah, think I think it's him finally showing a little responsibility.
1: Somewhere he's getting the urge to get back on the weed, and he's finally saying, "This is my last chance because I-, I think he will be gone for life if he fails again."
3: Oh yeah,
1: and I- I'll put him up there with any receiver in the league if he's on the field. But I, I think he's finally showing that he cares about his chance this time, and he's going about. I it mean, I guess
2: I am as as from a from well, a personal perspective. I think we can all agree that we're glad that he's yeah. at least taking. <clears> the but stuff. honestly,
0: if you're showing up to practice. Where are you getting the urge for weed? Like this know. is, I think that's one of your safest spots. But I right think, there is I when think, you are putting in work with your
2: teammates. Because yep. a lot of trying right, to try to get better and put yourself in a good position. To win a a, win a, win a lot, they're that's all together.
1: Lot, it's a lot like the Randy situation. They've got mental problems. Where they, I guess, they're
2: just craving it. They've got to have it. It is. It's a problem. It's not. It's. it's see, that's the thing, I though. Marijuana's not an addictive drug. I don't know. Something's hooking them. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's the drug. I'm saying, as a person, they have a problem. Yeah, but I... I, I think, that's not an excuse. Uh, I'm saying that they have I done like, this to themselves. Like They've got him. a problem. They need to get help. I like him
1: trying to get help instead of going
2: and failing another test, and that's it. I, the I, boy just, can light the world on fire when he's in the game. To me, this, this story, I, I'm, it's a story I'm tired yeah. of hearing about. I, I feel like I hear the same thing every year. Until I see him on the field, like Robbie says, which we have got a glimpse for of. For
0: years. Like, it can't be for the little, what, six or seven games that he played Either, last year. It's, it's, it's got to be for it's years. It's a
2: couple games, and he it seems like he's gone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He has to yeah. do this for I'll years for us to at stop. At least, I think we could. I think that's even asking. If I is, think to start, we need to see him on, on the field in, for just a season. If he's Can you stay on the field for a season, then we'll start talking. If he's expected back week one, I'll take him on my fantasy team. Well, yeah, but, but late in the draft, right? Yeah, later. Yeah.
1: But high enough where nobody else will take him.
2: Let's finish off the starting lineup with uh, a line trade line that up. happened. Yeah, late in the rounds. Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's not Jordy Nelson after tearing an ACL. I was about to bring no. that up. Jack Campbell. <laughs> uh, right after we did the show last week, it seemed like, I think it was the very next morning, actually, Kawhi Leonard got traded to the Raptors. So now it feels like old news. Um but within the last, after LeBron James signed with the Lakers, this is probably the biggest news to come out of the NBA. So, um, opinions on Leonard going to the route. Now, we've heard a lot of stories about Leonard at first hating the trade. Then it was, could quiet sit out all season? Then it was, well, Kwai's warming up to the idea. Now, apparently, sources are saying he's. The Raptors think they have a good chance to re-signing him. I, I don't believe any of it. I'll, I'll, I'll just wait and see what comes. They can, media can pull anything out of proportion. I, I don't know. We'll see. Do I see him setting out a season? No. Do I see him plan to try to get a contract? Yes. But your heart obviously has to be in it. We'll see what happens. Does this... I think the main question here is, does this help the Raptors jump up there with this... I think what everybody else sees is the Celtics and the Sixers being the favorites in the East. Does this vault the Raptors up into that category or even past it because remember the Raptors finished with the first seed and they basically traded or or switched out DeRozan for Leonard. They didn't lose any other key pieces so Ty what do you think does this help the Raptors to start off with? Well I'm going to throw it all the way back to our first week of doing the podcast. And I'm oh, going to say this that is going to be a good memory because you don't have any notes or anything. No, yeah,
0: I'm going to throw it back all the way to week one and I'm gonna I'm gonna quote somebody and I'm gonna agree with him right here. He's acting like a little bitty baby. He is acting like oh, a little bitty like baby. Little bitty that's Robbie. baby. Yeah. Yeah. A and that's bitty. Robbie's
2: P G version of yeah. another word that yeah. we yeah. probably yeah. shouldn't use on this podcast. Yeah.
0: yeah. We could have, but that was that would have set the tone for this show. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think that was like one of the first few things we talked about too. It was. Anyway, yeah, he's that, acting like a little bitty baby. You said about the whole things that are going on, like, oh, I don't, I don't like the trade, and now, oh, I'm ready to win with this team. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's going to be night and day every freaking day, especially he's, if
2: they start to lose. Oh yeah, yeah. that's
0: that's a, that's another point I was about to make too. Is that it, when times get tough in the middle of the season and they go through like. You see it every year with LeBron. They lose five teams. out of seven. They lose, out of seven they out of lose 10.
2: big.
1: They lose long streaks. Yep. It you happens. Know, it happens. You're not on the Spurs anymore. But
2: he's going to he's just going to jump ship. Oh yeah, I think he'll I think that's one of the first things he'll notice. The East had I'm not going to say their version of Pop. I think Dwayne Casey's a very good coach, especially in the regular season. He's not there anymore, so they have a new coach. Yeah, I don't even know who. You're going to go from a coach that I'm not even sure who it is right now. You're you're going to that from Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. And so he just seems like Maybe a fair weather player David to me. Mm, he seems David like a fair Black. weather player to me.
0: Yeah,
2: and I think that's what you were basically saying. If the situation's not perfect for him, are you yeah, he's even going to get a hundred percent? He's a fair, fair weather
0: guy. And he's going to come down with another nick up, and something's going to happen where that nick up takes him out for the rest of the season. If he's not, if he's not wanting to be there, because he's already learned that he and can no get have, away with if that. They have no chance.
2: Yeah, if they've and got, they I, and I know Robbie's. I'm going to ask a question for Robbie to start uh, with his opinion. Does does this kind of stuff? Should this shoot? Should this call, give Magic cause for pause? Do I even want to go after this guy next year? No, because he wants to be with you. But what if what but if he doesn't like all. it there? What if he doesn't like it there? What if he I'm doesn't taking, like playing I'm second th- fiddle with LeBron? I'm taking my chances. Because well, talent wise, yes, you I take would, your chances.
0: If I'm Magic, I would I would talk to him face to face and say, "Look, you're gonna be second fiddle. If you don't like that,
2: <laughs> don't come here. Don't come here. Bouts I would I would make
0: a stern." Statement in my. I'm not sure know, if
2: that's Magic's way of going about. He's all smoozing. Yeah, yeah, I understand but smile. Behind, behind closed doors. That's yeah. when.
0: That's when it's time to you know and settle LeBron, down and get things LeBron done. LeBron
2: might be in that meeting. You know, you don't know.
0: <laughs> can you imagine LeBron sitting there? Look, Kawhi, you can play second fiddle to me. You get that? <laughs> oh, I would love it. I would love it even I more. Even more. Bron, status. I don't
1: know. That's another. If there's a subject I'm tired of hearing about, it's Kawhi Leonard. I agree because this boy, as Ty said, he is the biggest little bitty baby I have (laughs) ever seen. But they don't know if does the little
2: bitty baby help the Raptors compete with your team, the Celtics?
1: (laughs) They can try, but they—they're not beating the Celtics because who knows if he's going to play? They'll be
2: sixth.
0: They'll be sixth in the East. The
2: reports say Raptors sixth. The reports say he'll play. I think the Raptors will be third in the East. Reports will play. They'll say well, if he plays. They'll definitely
3: beat the Wizards. We know that. <laughs> <Yeah. 100, laughs> there
2: 100%. it is. 100%. No, we're not shouting out to anybody specific. We're just saying they're going to beat the Wizards. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I, yeah. I'm just, you don't know if he's going to play. I'm tired
1: of hearing about it. I'd like to see the season come along just so I can see the baby maybe either put the past fire in his mouth or take it out and play some basketball because – He's a great player. He is a good play, great player. When One he plays, best. he's a top talent. But – I'm just tired of hearing this. Just you signed up for millions of dollars deposited yeah. in your bank account. Just play until your deal's over, and then you can go wherever you want. Yeah, I, and I don't like his I, behavior being rewarded by the Spurs. Yeah,
2: and I, I'm going to keep my thoughts kind of short, but but simple. It, this you're not. This isn't pickup basketball where you can just <laughs> change teams. You know, you, when you yeah. came into the league, you knew when you got drafted. That's the team you're going to play for until they trade you away. That, that's just how, that's how professional sports work. You get paid millions of dollars to go play a game that you work your butt off uh, for really most of your entire life up until this point to play, and now you're going to complain because you don't – I don't know what – I don't think any of us knows what happened in San Antonio, but whatever it was, you got what you want. You want it out of there. And if the reports are true that you're not happy in Toronto, like, we get it. It's It's not in America. It's a team up north. You don't really get talked about a lot, but – I think we all see Kawhi as someone who kind of like the quiet atmosphere. Like they love, they're going to love you in Toronto, and no matter what he says. They're going to, those fans are going to surround him and try to keep him there. Yeah, you got a whole, you, you got if a whole country on your side. Yeah, if and especially if you are winning and playing well, and if the guy's healthy, I think we all can agree that he's going to play well. And so I am just tired. I am more tired about hearing how he wants to be in LA. We get it. You want to play for the Lakers. Everybody in the league probably deep down wants to play in California and be in the sunshine. Go to Hollywood. It just doesn't happen that way. So I, I just want to see how he plays with the Raptors. I, I think they actually have a chance to, to take down some of these. T- I think they have a chance to surpass the Sixers for sure if he is the Kawhi Leonard and, and at least give the Celtics a, a good run for their money. Elliot?
3: It, it all depends on his mindset. If he is locked in and wants to play basketball for the Raptors, as Robbie said, stops being a baby, this is a great trade for the Raptors, mm-hmm. I believe, because – you the top talent. Well, as we talked before, Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan weren't great fits alongside each other. DeMar couldn't shoot. Lowry needed the basketball. That that doesn't fit well. They didn't have
2: good wing players. They weren't solid defensively. Exactly. They basically fixed and, all that with one player.
3: Well, and another thing overlooked in this trade was they got Danny Green back as well. So now you have oh, your team yeah. guard who can shoot and play yep. defense yeah, as man. well as Kawhi. Mm-hmm. And we, as we talked about, I believe, in the first show of, the, of this podcast, then... The Raptors had the best bench in the league. I believe Robbie's the one that mentioned that. So you already have the team, and if you add a superstar in there, then you have a chance.
2: Yep.
3: So as far as the Celtics, I don't know if they can contend with them, but I certainly think they could be second in the East.
2: Yep, I agree with you 100%. Or was it Ty or Robbie that was talking just before this? you think they could finish as low as sixth in the East? Yeah, yeah. sixth. Yeah.
1: Well, there's another report that came out today that Kawhi Leonard ignored a
2: Spurs legend. Now I do I believe that because apparently yeah. he avoided anything yeah. to do with the Spurs. I would no, love no to know what happened to what happened there for him to completely cut off ties with the, with what I think is the probably the second best run organization in all sports. The thing I Back saw the Patriots, that
1: said, the said made him the maddest was the Tony Parker coming out saying he had an injury hundred times worse,
2: and then they got rid of him and he still wouldn't talk to nah. him. Yep. So I don't. I don't I don't think we, any of us know what goes on there, but I I root, I mean, I hope that he plays well. It's not like I root against the guy. I don't have I against now. him, but it, it, it does get on my nerves. If he continues to do this, he's probably going to be a player that I just have nothing to do with anymore. Anybody else have comments on when or are we ready to take a break and come back with some more football?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's move it.
2: All right. Once we come back, we're going to uh, start our weekly breakdown. I think the plan here is to do uh, a divisional breakdown each week. We'll go into, uh, go into more detail when we come back. 7th stretch time on 9 to 5 Sports. We're actually going to change up the game plan a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> originally what we were going to do was uh, go into an in-depth breakdown on each division tonight, starting with the NFC North, which would have been the Packers, Lions, Vikings, and Bears. well uh, we've decided we're going to make that into entire shows. So I guess our plan, guys, would be on Thursdays or Fridays, whichever one we can make work best, um, have a show separate, just dedicated to that divisional breakdown. We can talk uh, some fantasy, uh, talk about who we think is going to win the division, maybe playoff contenders within the division. Um, really just any kind of uh, more of an in-depth look at each team. Uh, and so instead we're going to do uh, a stock market game that we haven't played in quite a while. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to name off of a team, and we're going to talk about whether we're buying or selling stock in that team with regards to the 2018-2019 season. We'll start with the AFC. Our first team is the New England Patriots. Rob, let's start with you. Coming up, are you buying or selling stock in the Patriots? I'll buy it for the prove me wrong. But uh, I know it's a lot of controversy
1: <clears> now. <around throat> so I expect them to go out. And play my, it might be a little bit of a down year, like 12-4. and four. <laughs>
3: <But>
2: <laughs> I <laughs> wish that was a down A year little bit the of a down year, yeah.
1: Yeah, I still expect them to be there when uh, Chip's... So Robbie's going
2: to buy stock in the past.
0: I think if we're talking about actual stock, I think it's a great time to sell. You know, I'm not going to buy it long term. It's probably going to be through the roof because they're probably the favorite to win out of the uh, AFC. I mean, it's a perfect time to sell it. I think Tom's getting older. They don't have a real plan at quarterback after Tom. All it takes is, you know, one more... uh, You know, a little dive at the shin for them to be a team that is not any good at all. I don't see Matt Castle happening again.
2: No. So, I'm selling. Ty's selling. Rob is buying. Elliot, what are you doing? Don't
0: get me wrong with that. I think they're going to be a very, very good team. Oh, yeah.
2: No, I understand what you're saying. But I'm saying this is a
0: time where I think selling stock would be a smart move.
3: I'm going to tie. They're in holding right now. They're just kind of going to be a steady, great team as long as Tom's there. But... It, I, I agree with Ty. It's the time to sell. As we talked about, they have no backup at quarterback now that they got rid of Jimmy. Belichick and Kraft may be feuding. Maybe, maybe throw Brady in there as well. It just—it smells like sour milk. Yeah. You have Gronk contemplating retirement. I just, without those two players, this team is not very good at all. So I think it's a wonderful time to sell.
2: Yeah. You know what? I, I was originally going to sell, but after what you're saying, I feel like this would be where prices are starting to drop. I think the time to sell would have been last year, I, I might buy stock here. I might buy and hopefully buy low because of what you guys are saying with the Gronk controversy and maybe some feuding going on between the owner and the coach, um, especially if I have any kind of hunch that Belichick is going to outlast this. So we all know that eventually the Brady era is going to come to an end, I would assume within the next five years. You never know with owners. I, I would never see the Krafts selling the team. I think it's always going to stay within that family of within the foreseeable future I'm going to buy. I'm going to say Belichick outlasted. They go out and find another gym in the draft within another couple years. They stay good, and then I sell then. I think for now, though, I'm going to flip-flop on what I was originally going to do. I think I'm off with Rob. I'm going to buy the stock.
3: Well, let, let me be clear. If, we're, if I'm selling, it's for three years and after. Right now, I'm still buying.
2: Yeah, and I think if you're going to sell, you got to do it now. Yes. Because the longer yes. you wait, yes. of
3: course, that, that was my the promise. less you're going
2: to get on your return. Let's go to a completely different team. Let's go to the Browns. Got a lot of new players coming in. Uh, I think most notably would be Baker Mayfield. We talked about Josh Gordon earlier. Some young defensive stars. Uh, Jabril Peppers is one of those. Miles Garrett coming back. Are we buying or selling stock on the Cleveland Browns? Let's swing it back away, uh, back around the other way, Elliot. Uh,
3: again, going to stocks. I'm buying because this would be rock bottom, as they say. Mm-hmm. So there's nowhere to go but up. And I mean, hopefully one of the quarterbacks hits for them soon because they have a nice core around them. Got some good young players, especially on the defensive side of the ball, as you said, with Miles Garrett and those guys. And Denzel Ward, hopefully, the first-round draft pick, could be a shutdown corner for them. So in the division with the Steelers having the aging Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell situation up in the air, really, I think this is a great time to buy the Browns.
2: I can't believe this. When have we ever bought the Browns? Well, that's
0: the exact reason I'm going to go with... uh, I mean, if I even somehow had stock in the Browns, I would be selling it. But I mean, I think this is a non-existent question because I don't think anybody has stock in the Browns Mm -hmm. anyway. But if I did somehow miraculously come about it, if this was a had-to-have deal to have something better, uh, then yes, I I still think I'm selling. Um, The point for that being is that... As we mentioned, they are the Cleveland Browns. I can so make you a great point will,
3: for selling. Hugh Jackson, that's number Yeah, Hugh number Jackson
2: one. is still your well, coach. Well, he's not going to be there much longer. It's Hugh a new Jack- GM. Yes. If the coach doesn't belong to him, Which if- is another reason to sell. Because I think,
0: unless you get a top-level coach, like maybe a Belichick or something like that, I don't know. Maybe he wants to come back to Cleveland. You don't know that. Uh, <laughs> Robbie, just gave me a look. No, but seriously, going—you're going to you're, you're go with Baker Mayfield, which I guess you're not technically going with Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to end up being a bust. I think you're going to think he's good. You're going to get rid of Tyrod Taylor at some point. Tyrod Taylor's not top level either. We'll see. We'll see on him. I guess that's more of a question ask too—is mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor by sell. But for the Browns, I'm selling because then you know, as you mentioned, coaching change. You're going to have to go through another few years of that. I can sell for another few years and buy later. All
2: right, Rob, what are you doing with the Browns, buying or selling? Do we get well, you got homeless people that could buy stock in the Browns. <laughs> oh, my.
1: But they are definitely going to be bought by secret? me. <laughs> because I'll treat you the Browns for I much. think the future is finally looking bright for them. I think Tyrod will give them a good year this year. I think Gordon will end up playing some games. Hopefully he's back week one, but that's <coughs> Looking a little fishy. Uh, got faith in Garrett and uh, what was the cornerback's Ward, name in the Ward. Denver, yeah, Denzel uh, Hugh Jackson, is a, he's like a Davey Martinez of the NFL. But I like what they're doing up there. i will definitely buy on the Browns.
2: Yeah, and there are some people that I know or that I've talked to and some guys up at Texas at school, they they think the, Brown, the Browns didn't win a game last year, right? Right. Correct. They went there in 16. Some people think they can win up to seven or eight games. If you're telling me they can make an eight-game jump in one season, I'm completely selling my stock to them for as much as they want. I'm and selling that's a, it all. A bit ambitious. Yeah, it's. I, I think their ceiling, honestly, is five or six games. That's if everything goes I think right. They, I only win seven. All of this mind. new talent. You got oh a quarterback God. that's never taken a snap in the NFL. He's Mer- not. He's Tyrod not going to be. going to be the starter. Star. The star. They've got they've, said, on they've, that. they've already said that through the whole season. Hundred percent. Baker Mayfield doesn't play at all. far injury. is good.
1: As a general, yes. I still don't understand why the Bills got rid of him. Well, I don't think he's player. that good. He's, he's a business. good starter. He's, an, he's a starter. Yeah, he's a good starter in the league. I don't have see. He, any and have you noticed
0: anything here on on who's really defending Tyrod and who's not?
2: I don't see. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. I not But you know what? Sell. I'm selling. I'm selling. They got a tight quarterback. I don't, moving see, on, I don't see any reason why I, I can't
3: believe they, they, we didn't get the Pat and
2: of all, Palmer. They're the Browns. Well, that, number <laughs> one, they're the Browns. Number two, they play a Ravens team who I think is going to have a changing quarterback by the end of the year. Still have a top-notch defense. The Ravens, that, you don't know if they're going to win any games. I don't see them be, being able to beat the Steelers yet unless they play them early in the season and the Steelers don't show up. I, I, I'm
1: not a big Lamar Jackson fan, <clears either. <clears <throat> I mean,
2: he's quarterback of Louisville. That's a basketball player. I mean, they they get I'm lucky. Trying. They do get to play the Bengals twice a year. They'll beat the Bengals once It ain't once. going to matter about Lamar Jackson. The, I'm they, telling you, they will beat the Ravens once.
0: <clears time throat> I can tell you, it ain't going to be Lamar Jackson I'm not, the sure he, I'm not sure okay. they don't beat the
1: Ravens. I'm not so sure. Steelers. We're not going
2: to RG3. Watch. I'm not so sure they don't beat the Steelers <laughs> once. They, they could, because they, if they if that's one of the games that they choose not to show up for, I'd
1: probably put $10 on them just, just to take the money.
2: All right. So, again, well. two buys and There's
0: two the sells. you're going to be hearing in Baltimore. R-G-3. I hope he comes <R-G-2-1> in and wins a Super Bowl for <G-3-2-1> the Me the too.
2: Let's move to the NFC. We're going to an NFC East team, the Giants. We're buying or selling on the Giants. I'm actually going to start this one off. I'm buying the Giants. I think if, if they can give Eli a little bit more protection, he's still got just enough in there. To get them to 9 or 10 wins and get into the playoffs, they've got a, they've got superstars on the defensive end. they just got to show up. You got to Norris, Jenkins. In uh, and, the and, and linebacking court, they still have some young linebackers. We know they've got the pass rush. They've got a new head coach in there that's got to be better than Ben McAdoo. Of course, you've got Odell Beckham if he comes back healthy. And I believe Barkley's going to be a pretty good running back. And they addressed their problems on the offensive line of the draft. I think people... Look at the Giants as a joke because of Eli, and he's not that good anymore. He's good enough to where I'm still going to buy a stock in him.
3: Elliot. I think I'm with you on this. I've kind of teeter-totted on this team, but they have the stars. They have Beckham. They have Barkley now. They have Landon Collins on the other side Landon of the Landon Collins. There's another one. The stars are what's hard to find. You can fill in the gaps. Yeah. So, for that reason, as you said, a new head coach, I think he's a better offensive mind than ben, ben McAdoo. It wouldn't take a whole lot, but I think he's going to be able to put this team... In well, a good situation going forward, so I'm buying the Giants.
2: Todd, huh?
0: well, I think I can kind of speak for Rob and saying that this side of the table is going to be in complete opposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am uh, selling. This is another stock that I'm not sure I'd have anyway. Uh, as long as Eli Manning is the quarterback of the New York Giants, and this late in his career. I don't care. That's my you, can talk about, you can talk about, you know... You're can saying Eli's going to be almost bad enough to drag defense. the team
2: down himself.
0: Yes. I think he is in a Blake Bortles situation. <laughs> Blake Bortles, they found a way around it this year. Leonard Fournette. We'll see if Saquon's like that. I'm sure he will be. Mm-hmm. But the second... The
3: Jaguars reason, didn't have Odell the, Beckham either.
0: The second biggest reason that I'm going to sell is that you have Eric Flowers on your starting line.
2: They addressed the line. they drafted some linemen, some pieces, I, and I think they moved steep. him over to the other side of the line to get him outside. We'll see. Rob, I guess there's no point in asking. No,
1: no, they're, they're, they're awful. They're, uh, they're ceiling nine games. I think they'll be about it's a high eight. high ceiling, though. I think it's be eight and eight. I mean, if they they're ceiling. <laughs> they got not, the
0: skins in the division. I don't know if it's a they, high they
1: didn't put any kind of big money in the offensive line for the most part. That was no, good. not free agency-wise. Yeah. They
2: they addressed it through the draft.
1: That's what we've done Their the last time. years. line was the root of the problem. I
2: mean, it was so bad. And they drafted a lineman. What? They need about five. Well, you can't get them all in one <laughs> You got to start somewhere. But Eli,
1: he's like buying fool's gold down there at the Caverns. Um, you've got the defense. The defense was terrible last year. You go out and hire a quarterback whisperer to some to whisper to, like, a dead person. He's done. Eli is not going to be that good. Barkley, I don't think he's going to be able to help him that much because the line is so bad. He will help, but not a lot because he's going to be eaten up in the backfield. And the the defense should get better just on the fact that they were that bad last year.
2: Yeah.
1: But I think they're going to look, be looking at nine games at the most.
2: Alright, and we're going to finish off the segment, uh, before we close out the show, with the 49ers. Um, of course, obviously, 49ers under some new management last year. John Lynch. Uh, his name's escaping me. The head coach now. Shanahan. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. Of course, Jimmy Garoppolo, now the quarterback there. Um, I think they went out and got themselves a running back as well, too. Right? Because Carlos had left. McKinnon is there now. They're trying to bring in some young talent. They yeah. definitely had it on the defensive end. Uh, Rob, you buying or selling stock in the 49ers?
1: Oh, I'd buy all I could.
2: Because I've got
1: faith in Garoppolo, I've got a lot of faith in him and Shanahan working together. Um, who's the running back they have now? Check, Jared them, McKenna from McKenna, the Vikings, Vikings last year. He's good. They've got a, they have a good offensive line, and their defense is solid.
2: And it looks like they're trying to filter out some of the older players that were there when they were. I, had, went I the think they can surprise the the
1: people and put a little pressure on the Rams in that division this year. I
2: don't know if I go have have but I can see definitely a the future. Huh?
0: Yeah, I don't think they're going to put any pressure on you. L.A. I don't either. I don't, I don't that. <laughs> team's loaded. Yeah. If we did a uh, team that's ready to win the Super Bowl, I think I think it's Rams time for them to
2: maybe step up and probably pass the Seahawks. You know? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I'd say the, I would, I'd
1: think the 49ers finish ahead of the
3: Seahawks.
2: Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're buying.
3: Oh, I'm with Robbie. I'm all in on the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo, hey, he said he's better than Tom Brady. As At this point right now, I'm not sure he's not. He, I think he's top five in the league right now. Take it easy. Yeah,
1: he's top five, but somebody else is number one. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> All right, so I 100% think they will pass the Seahawks in that division. The Seahawks are on a downward trend. <coughs> the, who else is in that division? The Cardinals?
2: Cardinals. They beat now.
3: They're going to beat the Cardinals. Yeah. They have Sam Bradford, Josh Rosen. The Rams are the sticking point. But. They could challenge them. There's been a year of film on Jared Goff, Sean McVay. You don't know how those personalities will mesh. And, of course, there's always the injury factor. And I think
2: the Rams have a little hangover.
3: It's possible. Certainly do. possible. But I'm I'm all in on the 49ers.
0: With their additions, I don't think they... I think they Eddie Peverell the hangover. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll see. Uh, you know what? What the hell? I, I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell. I'm going to take my money and put it in... A team that I th- I'm not sure people are so high on because of the quarterback's age and someone like the Saints, I still think are a really big threat in the NFC as well as the Vikings. But I think the 49ers are still a little bit of ways away. Um, I know the price is just going to go up on them, but they also for argument's sake. I'm going to sell and put it in a different team. Uh, we'll take, unless you guys have anything else to add with the 49ers, we'll take one last break. We'll come back and close the show. We actually do have I'll mention when we come back for our two minute warning uh, about Tony Sperano. So we'll be back. All right, time to close out the show. Uh, Just one final note in the two minute drill. And some of this, I didn't even know he coached for some of these teams, but I'm I'm sure you all are familiar with the uh, name Tony Sperano. He was coaching the NFL. He actually just passed away. Uh, Let's see. He went to the hospital on Thursday, last Thursday, and was released Friday. Um, But a source says that his wife Jeanette found him unconscious Sunday morning uh, as the two were on their way to church and they could not revive him. So he passed away at 8.54 Sunday morning. He coached in the NFL for 19 years. He's assistant with Minnesota for the past two years. And, Robbie, I think me and you both remember most. uh, He was an assistant for the Cowboys, but he also coached in Miami for four years. This also said he – yeah, head coach. This also said he – coached with the Redskins as well, so I didn't know that he worked with the Listen Redskins. More of that. He also coached with the Browns, the Jaguars, the 49ers, and the Jets, but I think most people remember him for his head coaching stint um, in Miami, and then he did have an interim basis with 2014. On a bit of a better note, uh, we are going to close out the show, and this, I believe, is our last week without professional football. I think we've got the Hall of Fame game coming up uh, the following week, so that will be something that we can talk about um, on the show this coming Sunday. Um, so we got preseason football to look forward to. Of course, the end of the All-Season training camp starting up this week, so a lot of people getting excited about that. Guys, anything else that you want to throw in while we close this thing out?
0: I don't think there was a Jordan Mercer mention that uh, he is in the house tonight. And uh, here it's go. <laughs> there you go.
2: That's a good way to close it out. All right, until next time, goodbye from all the panel here at 9 to 5 Sports.